man, it sure does feel good to be back. I've missed you guys, and I'm excited to get back into the saddle with a bit of moxie and a bit of excitement, and what better way to get your boy juiced up than to cue that intro music. So let's get it. All right, all right. What's happening, guys? Welcome back into the Creating Space podcast. I am your host, Wes Knight. I am excited to be here, and I'm even more excited to bring this uh, guest back onto the show. For those of you who have followed along for a while, you might recognize this name. For those of you who have been a part of any of my online courses, specifically Audience Builder, you'll definitely recognize this name. And for those of you who don't recognize this name, once you hear this podcast, this name will forever be recognizable. This is Carl Pally today on the on the show, and Carl is uh, a gymnast, uh, a CrossFit uh, aficionado. He is kind of in that intersection between the two, teaching movement. He's got a business called Freestyle Connection, which is also a book called Freestyle Connection. You can go and pick that up, uh, as well as he is in the merchandise game as well with Stripe Movement, which is uh, footwear and apparel. Carl's doing a lot of things. He's now teaching lifestyle design, which he's helping some of his clients um, and people all over the world talk about how to create their life. So where they wake up in the day and they're uh, mindfully creating their day and creating their weeks, which therefore create their lives and their realities, which I think is totally, totally necessary in the world right now where people just kind of wake up and they get beat around Uh, sort of like a punching bag with their day and they don't know how to sort of create space for their own for their own intentional work throughout the day so that they can find what makes them happy what excites them and that they can focus on that and they can sift through the noise get to the one domino that if they hit that domino everything else falls over and gets a bit easier from there so in this episode you're going to learn a little bit about his story the backstory for those of you who have not learned about Uh, Carl yet before. You're going to see how he has positioned himself as an authority in the space by using what's called open source media. So he gives away all of his tricks, his tactics, and he educates at a high level for free. And on the back end of that, uh, that's how he gets, um, you know, he he books seminars, he books uh, speaking engagements and so on and so forth. That's how he monetizes his media. And that's why he puts so much time into that. You're going to learn a bit uh, learn a little bit of how to do that. He's also going to talk a, a little bit further into ego and how to position ego, how to be a high-performing individual in the world and develop a relationship with your ego and, and, and not be afraid of the ego and how to position it in a place in your life where it can help drive your success, but you cannot succumb to it. It doesn't drive your life. It just drives the success that you have and learn how to position that ego in a very healthy way. This is a, a great conversation, but one thing that we've put together in which will begin to be um, something that will be offered in every single Creating Space podcast moving forward, forward is something from uh, the guests that we have that you guys can learn from. So specifically, Carl and I have put together an awesome, awesome seminar that you guys can learn from talking about that open source media. Carl is one of the best storytellers on social media that I've ever seen. And if you follow him over specifically on Instagram is where he's super active at Carl Powley 
um, P-A-O-L-I, you'll be able to see exactly what I'm talking about. And so we put together a 35, almost a 35-minute uh, seminar or workshop that you guys will be offered uh, exclusive access to. So that is down in the show notes below. So once you kind of hear his tactic of giving away all his all of his gifts for free using media, why he does that, how he turns that into a monetization piece, those of you who are influential business owners, want to continue to raise your influence, you can see how Carl does that through the excellent excellent uh, uh, workshop that we have prepared for you. And once again, that's in the uh, show notes below. You can find that pretty easily. So without further ado, let's jump into this awesome podcast with a great, great friend of mine and just a great human in the world, Mr. Carl Pally. Hey, Mr. Carl Pally, my man, how we doing, big guy? What's up, dude? I'm, I'm pumped to be here and I'm excited. Uh, I get to be on the rebirth of of the podcast, uh, be part of it. And yeah, uh, I'm ready to rekindle my friend. Yeah. I love it. I was wondering if you'd, uh, as a, a bit of a wordsmith yourself, I'd wonder if you'd appreciate that analogy. Listen, man, um, we've done a lot of connecting. You've been a mentor to me. I feel like hopefully I've helped you along the way, the way as well. And I haven't just taken, I've given as well, but you've got a lot of cool things that you're working on right now, man. And, and what I want to dive into in the very beginning is, it's always cool to ask this question because you see people light up. But what are you working on, dude? What are you building? What are you passionate about? Talk to me. What's going on? You know, I'm, I'm working on everything that I've been working on my whole life. I'm just in a, in a new level of uh, appreciation for those things, uh, ranging from the seminars that I used to teach dedicated to movement to uh, writing a new book, which I'm super pumped about, uh, yeah. to, uh, yeah, coaching people now on a one-on-one -on -one basis and small group uh, more dedicated to the, the 90% that's behind physical performance, which is the mindset and the emotional side of things. And that's what I'm, uh, currently coining as, uh, my lifestyle design, uh, coaching. And it, it's been an amazing ride. And it's, uh, this year specifically 2008 has been kind of the year of laying the new foundation and getting ready for 2019 to really kind of, you know, have that launch pad and whew, yeah, yeah, take it to the next level. Sounds like we've kind of been going through a similar, uh, a similar bit of a season, maybe mine a little bit more intense than yours because you have such a platform that you built already, but still you got to get, do some spring cleaning all of the time, right? That's what creating space is. And so as we, as we talk about that, for, for those of you who are just tuning into the podcast and you're not quite familiar with uh, Carl's first uh, interview on the show. Carl, you got a, a hell of a backstory. You've done many, many things. Um, if you can give us one or two or three quick stories from your backstory that can help people sort of get caught up with that as to who you are, your journey, sort of the, the uh, struggles that you've been through, the walls that you had to get through and, and really quickly get them up to speed. Yeah, in a, in a nutshell, uh, I grew up doing gymnastics, had dreams of going to the Olympics, uh, didn't make it due to injuries and uh, simply not having what it uh, took to get there and feeling like a failure, but finding that everything that I'd done in gymnastics carried over into uh, my performance in, in college and uh, getting my degree in environmental science and then getting into the fitness space and uh, getting into the fitness space through 
gymnastics and then uh, also having a passion for media and uh, having entrepreneurial tendencies uh, starting to put videos and content on YouTube uh, finding traction through so the wait, 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 wait. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I knew this was was that sort of the beginning of your entrepreneurial journey which was creating videos on YouTube and you started to develop that audience there was that the actually, actually no no the beginning the first the first the first one was when I was 17 I tried to start a, a t-shirt company in Spain yes yeah, yeah, and I, call, I, I, it was called uh, Newt, which in in Swedish means uh, enjoy. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that that failed, um, and and then I was kind of uh, really into uh, wakeboarding at the time, and I thought to myself, you know what? What if I sold some kind of product? Uh, maybe I can build something. Maybe I can build a wakeboard. And I couldn't find the right materials to build an actual wakeboard. So I, I built a wake skate, which is a wakeboard without bindings. Right. Uh, and it's basically like a skateboard that goes on the water. I built this wake skate and then I realized, wait a second, no one has a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that failed too. Um, and then I, I tried to start another t-shirt company and that didn't work. And that one was called Burn. And then I, I moved to the U.S. and uh, I started doing some acting. I uh, got into like commercial acting, modeling, stuff like this. And that's where I realized the power of media. And when YouTube came around and I was in the fitness space, I saw Tony Horton with P90X. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, with yeah. the infomercials. And I just thought to myself, man, I've seen this before. Uh, and I remember my mom had these like VHS tapes of Jane Fonda. Right. Who, by the way, is one of the highest grossing, um, has some of the highest grossing earnings in the fitness industry to date. Still through royalties, I assume. Yeah, obviously. it just it, it crushed, crushed it, um, completely set a new trend, like after the whole uh, Jack LaLanne thing. Sure. Uh, and anyways, I realized media is important. And right at that time, 2007, 2008, YouTube was starting to pop up. And through YouTube and CrossFit, that's where uh, I really started doing it. And I realized that it was all about the, the tech model of open source. So you, yep. you would provide people with free content and that would translate into um, uh, revenue. And for me, where I really started seeing this was when my free content turned into seminars and workshops and even to the point, and here's an interesting story, is uh, there were people uh, who were deployed in Afghanistan at the time at war. They wanted to follow my content and uh, they couldn't because their internet connection was so poor. So they asked us if we could send them a DVD. So we burned a DVD. And when we went to the store to burn these DVDs, well, uh, it was cheaper to burn, you know, 10 or a hundred than just one. So we did that. And we sent the one DVD and then we posted on our website, on our little blog, uh, that you could buy this DVD by simply uh, having it shipped to you. So it was like a dollar twenty-five or something. And then next to it, it was a little, uh, we had a little box that said, uh, set your own price. So you could set zero or a thousand. And people started paying 20 bucks, 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, 500 bucks for one DVD. 
until yeah we average out wow, the price that, now the, yeah. the courage and the bravery as a young entrepreneur probably needing money feeling like there's an opportunity i don't know how to price that it's really hard to price a product by the way especially info products uh well specifically and, a physical and I, need, I need i need to give that one up to my my old business partner he was the one that said you know what instead of doing a donation why don't we just set up a thing where they set their own price and when they did that we started generating revenue and that's when we managed to set a price that uh, made sense. It, we just averaged it out. It came out to like 45 bucks for a bundle. And then eventually Rogue Fitness uh, saw that we were selling these. So they said, hey, can we buy uh, and become exclus exclusive uh, distributors for these DVDs? And we said, of course. So we would send them the DVDs and they would sell it for us. And we became basically, uh, yeah. Uh, part of that you distribution the, you model. You became the talent for Rogue, for Rogue Fitness, man. And that's, that's really unbelievable. So at that time, obviously you've got, you've had this huge epiphany, like media. I'm really good at media. I'm passionate about media. I'm, I know how to teach and educate. Um, and so what happens from there? I mean, listen, we all know about the, the, the muscle up guy, right? We all know how you were able to take that niche and sort of that, uh, that time where YouTube's really coming into maturity and CrossFit was beginning to take off and you were the gymnastics guy that was speaking in a different way. Like be, talk to me about that sort of place because you rode that way for a while. And I feel like that's the wave you kind of stepped off of most recently and decided to tread for a bit in the ocean and wait for the next wave. Am I right there? Yeah, for sure. I, I stepped off of that wave exactly when I released my book in 2014. I, I began the, the process of just stopping uh, the ride. But then I realized that the waves kept on coming and I kept on surfing some of the ripples that were behind it. And in the process of doing that, what has ended up happening is this notion that I had of performance, physical performance, having um the mental and emotional side behind it always present uh is now starting to come to the surface of the fitness industry and i've been seeing this opening happen and happen and happen and all the stuff that i used to say uh that people would shut me up when i started talking about it which was uh mindset and uh spirituality and your connection with the community and how you're running your business what does the finances really mean to you uh, what people are shutting me me down for now is starting to become a trend. Yeah. And I am just positioning myself to be at the forefront of that. And that's just me being 100% honest about it. And that's where now I've kind of said, well, uh, guess what? Your boy, ha <laughs> Your boy yeah. happens to have uh, some skills on this thing. So here's a, Isn't that amazing? a, We're in a life in a that world, designed for you. Exactly. In a world where so many of the contemporaries are people that you look at, that are higher above you, uh, creating this model of success, which success with the air quotes around it, right? It should be defined by you. You should create what success my, uh, means to you, right? And I'm speaking to myself really and the guests that are listening. Uh, and, and, and so talk to me about this. In a world where you are so unafraid to go out and build new skills, an eternal learner, so to speak, right? You've got a growth mindset. You'll go out, you'll learn how to you know, uh, use Instagram as the tool and use all kinds of apps to help you dominate the, the industry and to dominate the airwaves with media, as well as continue to go and work on your mindset and read more and continue to discover new, uh, you know, skills in the, in the online marketing space. Like, 
what is behind all of that? What is the, it, what is the true reason that you step out and will continue to push yourself in these states of, of discomfort in order to do what? Like, what's the desire on, uh, attached to it? Yeah, so it's twofold. My ego wants to be the best in the world, period. Sure. Love That's that vulnerability. I, I, Love that vulnerability. I, yeah, I want to be number one. I am extremely competitive. And I want to crush your face. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, finally, someone will actually tell the truth. You know. But but that that is that is the truth. That that's the ego side. But the other side is this. It's um, and I can I can share a personal story. Uh, every time I'm out traveling or I put in a big effort into seminars, workshops, um, a deal, something that has made a big impact and and really moved uh, people and myself. I've always had very emotional experiences uh, behind it. And just two days ago, I finished up a weekend of seminars and I just felt like, man, like I fully delivered. Like I did, I had a great performance and I was 100% myself and uh, aligned with the message. And it was just coming out exactly how I feel it's true to myself. And you just have this moment of just, uh, a sense of fulfillment, like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it's so much bigger than yourself that how could you not want to continue trying to be the best? And sure. this is where I've talked to you about this before. It's, it's like, it's not about leaving the ego at the door. It's kind of like the ego is what makes us human. You need to bring the ego with you. You need to befriend your ego, but you cannot succumb to it. Sure. It's like a relationship. It's like you can't make your partner happy. Like you need to yeah. you need to do your own thing. But you you can align and you can be partners and it's when you can do that what ends up happening is that you you go from being um egotistical uh, a megalomaniac to uh, actually human and you go from judging to discerning. You go from uh, trying to chase the outcome to actually enjoying the process. And this is the thing that keeps me going. That's the fire. So, all right. So talk to me about this mindset because what you've just unpacked is your mindset. And I love that. And it's a great segue into that because, you know, those of us in the Creating Space Tribe, we care about mindset. We care about continuing to improve our process, our approach, so that we can find alignment and find it more quickly. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what you've just unpacked. What is the most important to you about your mindset? Like if you don't wake up and sort of dial in this X, if you don't get that going, then all the other dominoes don't fall. Like in your approach daily, talk to us a little bit about that. For sure. So for example, yesterday, um, uh, I came home from a trip. Uh, my wife also came home from a trip and, and I call it the reentry. Okay. And the reentry is always rough because you go from a place where when I'm on the road, everyone's like, Carl, you're the greatest. And they kiss your ass. And it's like pictures and sign my book and all these things, which is extremely, uh, awesome to live in for a little bit, but that's, that's just a, a bubble. When you sure. come home, it's kind of like, uh, man, the house is kind of messy. Uh, you didn't take the dishes out. <laughs> what about the trash? Hey, are you going to take the dog out tonight or what's, what's happening? <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden you're like, oh man, the reentry. It's always so hard. Um, so I went to bed already a little frustrated. 
And then this morning I got up extra early. I was like, you know, I'm going to do my morning uh, thing, which is I love waking up in the dark, grabbing my coffee, journaling a little bit, writing, processing ideas, prepping for what the day is going to be. And uh, my mom was texting me at that time. Ooh. And she's like, Carl, I, I can't send these pictures. Uh, can you please help me uh, figure out how to do it? And I'm like <laughs> creating a Dropbox link for her, giving her yeah. all, like the, trying to coach her over text message. And right. I was going freaking nuts. Um, so I didn't get my morning ritual yeah. in. So who is Carl when he does it, when he, when he steps outside of that routine? And he steps outside of the slipstream. What's the difference? Let's talk about the yeah. Two. Carl Carl is a little annoyed. He gets easily irritated. Uh, I, I I lack patience. Uh, my mind starts to think about uh, things that need to get done, but I don't actually organize them. I'm not being productive at all. But the the thing that I do have is I have awareness to to sense that I'm getting into that. So immediately, all I do is I just tell myself that I have a choice of how I want to feel and how I want to experience this in this moment. And I ask myself, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> and and yeah. then you kind of get to work and I can change um, that dial. I'm, I'm really, it's kind of like this. It's, it's almost like uh, if, if you, if you drive a car and you have a stick shift, and you're not a very good driver, well, you, it's going to take you a second to shift gears. You're not going to be yeah. very good with pedals. I, I have paddles on my, on my steering wheel. Like I'm driving a Formula One car. Like I've upgraded my mindset to the point where it's like, I can just hit the paddles and I can shift gears Love that. really quickly. So, all right. So and, key, but, component, key components but, of the mindset, right? Key components of that. What are the one or two things that got you to that upgrade, right? That, that download to where you could then upgrade the mindset. I mean, it, it, what is that? Is that meditation? I mean, is, is, is that journaling? Talk to me about how you get that quick awareness and then that decision to realign yourself back with uh, the, the mindset or the approach that you're looking for. Yeah, it's anything that puts me in uh, a position where I have to focus. So for example, for me, if I do a handstand, I feel pretty comfortable in a handstand, but in order for me to kick up to a handstand and hit the handstand, I need to focus. And if I hold that handstand for 10 seconds, 20 seconds, a minute, two minutes, or I go for a max hold, I am 100% present in that very moment in that very task. So that could be one reset for me, hit a handstand. The other one can be like, jump in the shower, hit me with a cold one, and now all of a sudden I'm breathing for 30 seconds. I'm only thinking about that. Yeah. So it's putting myself in a position of extreme focus, and that extreme focus, whatever I'm thinking, whatever I'm feeling, is just coming and going, and it's kind of like it just washes everything off. So that is how I get there, and yeah. it depends on where I am. Sometimes yeah. it's jump in the shower. Sometimes it's a handstand. Sometimes it's uh, sit down or stand for a meditation session. Love it. So good, guys. This is gold. Um, and, and trying these things, hearing them is one thing. Writing them down in your notes in your iPhone or the notes that are on your table or sticky notes is one thing. But actually going out and executing it and then looking back and reflecting, did this work? How did it make me feel? Right? Uh, it's kind of the reason right now I'm sort of looking towards um, the products and the, and the ketosis 
lame because I keep hearing there's this pattern that keeps coming up about what ketosis does, the state of ketosis, and how getting there can help you stay focused, will help you burn fats, and yada, 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 right? So moving along, this lifestyle design, the mindset that you are preparing and the work that you're doing in development is to get you where? Where's the vision? Where's the mm -hmm. mission? How big and hairy and audacious are your goals right now? Can you share them with us? For sure. So uh, the goals are simple. Uh, they are big, but they're simple. It's, it's building something that is going to make a dent in the way that people think, behave in not just our generation, but hopefully a few generations to come. That's the number one thing. The way that I intend to do it is by, first of all, addressing how we move. Just by having an awareness of what our physical practice looks like changes things. Anyone, I posted this on my Instagram today about anyone who can do a handstand freestanding for 10 seconds knows that that didn't happen overnight. Like that took a, a lot of work. And people watching a handstand, whether they know how to do it or not, they know that behind that, there was something special that had to happen for them to get there. So that's number one, getting people to move, behave, to act in a way where when people see that, they know that that was not an accident, that that, sure. that took work. So that's number one. Number two, I truly believe that we can deliver on our philosophy and mission in many different ways. So I want to start creating um, more of a focused media uh, venture that is going to lead to attracting opportunities such as uh, building brand uh, with strike movement, for example, with footwear and apparel, uh, having uh, services that may uh, look like, uh, like we were talking about marketing or getting your business uh, out there. It can be um, anything from uh, the transportation industry, which I'm, I'm keen on, on getting into, to the tech industry. And always delivering on solving problems of fluidity. And I believe that if I can not just hit them with uh, movement, but also with designing a lifestyle that's conducive for that type of growth, I know that the people that I will have around me will be ready for that. One example is this. Uh, people that I coach with lifestyle design, which, which we can talk about exactly how I do this. Uh, I tell them honestly, I say, you know, one of the things that's in it for me selfishly is because if I work with you and I can get you to the point where you're being successful, potentially down the line, you and I can become partners. And that's what I want to do. I want to become, you know, it's the beautiful, virgin, man. It's like, it's yeah, like the virgin the of movement. It's like the Real Madrid develop, de developmental program, right? As they're developing young, young footballers to go out and sell them and to make a percentage off of them. It's incredible. You're bringing your developmental process in-house so that you can take people out and allow them to go out and have success and be accredited to that success and then potentially partner in that success. I, I love the model, man. It's, it's, it's genius. It's very Gary Vee of you, and I love it. Very there good. you go. Well, I, I have to I have to practice my patience because sometimes I'm like, man, I'm going to turn 37. Haven't haven't done anything yet. But <laughs> that's, that's just uh, the ego speaking. That inner you know? critic. Yeah, yeah. I hear it. I hear it, man. So. So. All right. Let's talk about lifestyle design. We got about 10 minutes left in the episode. Mm -hmm. And I want to be able to unpack that because I know you're working hard on it. I see you mm -hmm. guys. You got to get over to Instagram specifically because that's where I follow him at Carl Pauly, P A O L I. And you got to give him a follow. And don't just follow him mindlessly. 
watch what he's doing. Take a look at the design in his videos. See, the guy puts time into his craft. He develops his storyline excellently. And he shows you what he's working on and he never sells. And it's so, it, it's brilliant. And I'm inspired by it. So just from the aesthetic standpoint, what you're doing is great, right? I appreciate now, that, man. Let's, let, let, let's peel back the, the onion here. And I'm in a, I am about to sign up for a lifestyle design class and I open the virtual door of lifestyle design, find my seat, I sit down, what happens next? Well, so what happens next is just like any high level performance, uh, you're going to be uh, in an environment that is conducive for your growth. So if you go back to your soccer days, you know exactly what the field's like, you know exactly what the equipment's like, the ball is like, what the structure of the coaching is, what, what your relationship was with the athletes. That's the first thing. So you present an environment. And here's the interesting part is that I can create my environment, but the question is, when we're done, can you create yours? Are you able to design your environment so it's conducive for your growth? Most people, uh, they intellectually get it, but are not there emotionally. So the first thing we do is we take principles of design, which is not just about aesthetics, but it's about architecture and saying, what is it you're imagining? Okay. You imagine a life that looks like this uh, in terms of your business, your finances, uh, your mindset, your body, uh, your family, your friends. Now we take that and we put it to paper. We go into ideation mode. So we really start to go into the nitty gritty. It's like, can we actually do this? And we ask ourselves very simple questions. Is this feasible? Is it even possible to do? Is it viable? Are the resources out there? Do you have the resources? And the third question we ask ourselves, which is super simple, but this is the one that most people fail uh, to answer is, is this desirable? Like, is this really what you want? Because a lot of people, a lot of people see on Instagram, people doing stuff and you're like, man, that's what I want to do. Are you sure? <laughs> do I want that noise? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, an example is this, it's like, I've had probably 20 plus coaches that I have traveled with me. Every single one in the beginning is like, man, I'm cut out to do this. This is the thing that I want to do. But right now, two, only two left. Yep. All those other coaches, they never made it because it wasn't right. really what they wanted. They thought sure. they wanted. So if you can answer those three questions in the ideation process, now you have the confidence, the clarity, the simplicity to implement. And now you go into implementation. And this is where now you put the things that you had in your imagination, you put on paper, you asked yourself whether they were feasible, viable, or desirable. And if you answered yes, you can get now the implementation. And when you go out and do that, now you get feedback. And then that feedback changes your imagination. So you go back and you do it again. Mm -hmm. And you do it over and over again at different levels, depending on what you're looking for. And that's how you start to solve problems. And it's the notion of us as human beings, I believe we make approximately 37,000 decisions per day. Becoming aware of the decisions that we're making and what decisions that we're making can actually affect big change. And one degree of difference today. 60 days down the line is a huge one. So that's where we're getting. And it's appreciating that on a daily basis and seeing it. And it's a super exciting thing to do. I got to tell you this, Carl, I would love in the second iteration, whenever you bring up the enrollment again, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a student because those things are extremely, extremely important. Guys, listen to me. 
spending time without clarity is it is so detrimental to your growth and being able to create a structure and what Carl, what I'm hearing here is providing you with a structure to find your clarity and to create your clarity and to be able to give you a pathway to move forward on. Those things are inevitably and invariably the reasons that people get stuck. They have these big visions, these big goals, but they don't know how to get started on these. Like it's like a big jumbo jet that they want to get off the ground, but they don't know how to create enough momentum to begin to get the jumbo jet off the ground. In actuality, when you get clarity and you can begin to remove obstacles, all it is is a, it's a balloon. Design video, uh, and in there, you'll be able to uh, drop in your email and in exchange, you'll be able to go through a 40-plus minute video as Carl walks you through how to find your purpose and your passion and how to get down just a, a, a tad bit deeper inside yourself. Carl, man, you are a legend and I'm super appreciative for your friendship, for your time, uh, and for your teaching, man. Thanks for coming on the creating space podcast. Dude. Thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, man. What a fantastic convo. I love chopping it up with Carl and I love that every time that he's asked to step up, he performs, he delivers, uh, and he's very intentional about what he does. You can tell that he has uh, spent a lot of time working on himself, developing himself. And you can tell that he, when he chooses to do something, he chooses to go all in. And I think we all uh, can can appreciate that. Now, when it comes to, to that, I really want you guys to think about putting yourself through his workshop, okay? It's the Art of Storytelling Workshop. Uh, what he's going to teach you how to do um, is basically how to tell your story more clearly on social media. So a lot of us have problems uh, throughout the day, especially if we're trying to content market, open source marketing. We're really trying to uh, push ourselves out of our comfort zone to be able to tell our story, the story of our company or our brand. And we really want to make that clear um, and consistent for our audience. He's going to teach you uh, and really unpack his philosophy. So a couple things you'll learn. Um, you'll gain some clarity on how to reach people through storytelling. Uh, you, he'll teach you the Ikigai method, which uh, is the Japanese art of purpose. So you'll be able to go through uh, this Ikigai method. He'll walk you through it and he'll help you identify your true calling. Uh, if you feel a little bit like you're searching for one or you need one, or um, if you feel like you might need to get a little bit more dialed into your calling, maybe you have an inkling of what that is and you want to get even more sure. It's an excellent, excellent method. I went through it myself and I have gotten more and more clarity every time I do it. He's also going to walk you through his five-part formula, which will help you uh, create a framework for every story that you want to tell. It should walk through, each story should be put through this uh, five-part formula engine. So you come out on the other side and that's where the clarity comes from. And then he'll obviously teach you the ripple effect along the way of how social media allows you to just reach more people and the ripple effect of that impact uh, being just insurmountable. Guys, it's just a little over 30 minutes. It's something that when you sit down at night, you got a glass of wine or maybe you're in the bathtub, you pull up your cell phone or your, your, your laptop you put it beside you and you just learn, you just develop. And it's so content rich that for me, I had to come back to it four or five times because I just couldn't take all of it in at once. I had to you know, craft 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there and take notes because I knew that he delivered disproportionate value and I wanted to get it. So it's in the show notes below. It's labeled The Art of Storytelling with Carl Pally. Click that link, drop your email in and you get that 
33-plus minute video to learn and develop yourself. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy that. Next week, Rock Thomas is coming onto the show. And like I said, we're going to have this whole idea moving forward. That guest comes on. They offer something valuable to you guys, exclusively for you guys. Uh, And then on the other side, all I'd love in return is a rating, a review on iTunes, be able to continue to push this podcast up the ranks so that we can reach more people. We can help more people create a creating space mindset so that they can get to the heart of who they are, figure out their gifts, their passions. They can learn from other people to help push their passions out to the world, share their gifts with the world and live a life on fire. Isn't that what we would all want to do, man? That's, uh, that's all I ask in return, guys. I love you. Uh, take a, a quick screenshot of this if you got a chance. Share it with someone on, on Instagram. Tag me at, at Wesley T. Knight. Let me know that uh, you love this episode. Don't forget to tag Carl as well. Uh, and continue to share this podcast as we grow. It is the fuel to the flame. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Hey.